Um, but how, <laughs> how have you been doing? Oh, well, my car's in the shop, oh, uh, fuck. which I have realized really sucks. Yeah. It's not having a car. Yeah. Uh, I had to call my dad for a ride the other day. <laughs> and so I felt 13 again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read something with the symptoms of my car that said something about, uh, metal shards being coursed through the engine via the oil so <laughs> we'll see it sounds metal as hell but also oh, expensive yeah. as hell yeah roughly 24 to 92 hours ago stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show. The itching, the burning, the Stab Show. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist once tongued a CPR dummy on their first day of lifeguard training. He's one of the hosts of Dregs of Craigs. It's Sean Crandall. Hi there. Our second panelist gave up smoking meats for fear of developing steak lung. He's a producer of The Tonight Play. It's Stephen Ferris. And our third panelist eats so much asparagus before visiting the graves of their enemies. They're hilarious writer and performer. It's Melanie Ford. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, now available in mild, tart, and extra sassy. Thank you for joining us for the Stab Show. Clearly not too proud to make a stinky pee joke at the very top of the show. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Sean, hey there, buddy. How are you? Hi. How are, I mean, aside, well, I mean, it, it may or may not make uh, the, the, the cold open. Uh, aside from, you know, car issues, uh, unless that's all how you're doing, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, I guess otherwise fine. Um, <laughs> trying to figure out how to reintegrate to society. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had friends over the other day, um, all vaxxed and everything. Sure. But um, it was unsettling. <laughs> Yeah, I've been I've been hearing that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of social awkwardness uh, with uh, bringing people back together. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like introducing a bunch of like strange animals. You drop them off in a room and they'll just sniff around at each other and eventually sort of yeah. maybe get comfortable. Like it was great, but I also assumed that I I would be deathly ill the next morning. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see how long, how long it takes for all of us to feel all right around each other, and it'll probably be just, probably take just long enough um, for us to get locked down again, uh, <laughs> and then go back into that nice, safe cocoon of our own homes. I can't wait for that hip new strain to come out from <laughs> like the Tokyo Olympics or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> get that. Get that 21 hotness. All right. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> good to have you, Sean. Always a pleasure. Uh, Stephen, how are things with you? Well, I, you know, just kind of taking it one day at a time. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. you said the other stuff might not make the, the cold open, so... <laughs> I guess I could mention I, I have eaten out at a couple of restaurants re recently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, been hanging out with some vaxxed friends. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I put a topical flea ointment on my cats again after being afraid to do it for five years. Sure, but this time I followed all the directions very carefully, and so far it's been fine. All right. Well, Law was trying to suggest the collar that uh, that we've been using, and uh, that I guess Cheese, uh, Kevin Anderson, uh, also uh, co-signed on that collar. So, but you still decided to uh, still decided to smear shit between their shoulder blades, huh? Yeah, I don't know, because when I went into the pet store, they only had one collar on hand, mm. and uh, I don't know. I was just like, well, let's just get what they have. 
All right. Um, for everybody just uh, watching or listening to the show for the first time, yes, this is exactly how this goes. Um, <laughs> good to have you back, Stephen. It's been a little bit since you've been on the program. Good to have you. Uh, clearly, you're very thrilled. We'll be back around to you uh, soon, Stephen. Don't doze off. Uh, All right. <laughs> Melanie, hey there. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm I'm pretty good. No. You know, this is the next six months to a year is one of the rare times in my life I'll be able to guarantee that everyone is as uncomfortable as I am. And it's really just leveling the playing field for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've all we've all been stripped of our airs and we're just <laughs> we're all we're all meeting as equals finally. I was gonna say, uh, with Steven, um what what he said. Um how many of us would have thought, you know, uh, <laughs> a year and a half ago, that uh, my vaxxed friends would be something that we would, one, say, and two, understand what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> Where are all my vaxxed peeps at? <laughs> <laughs> Where's all the two shots? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was primarily before the pandemic just something for anti vaxxers exactly. to say. That was exactly what I was thinking. It was just it would it would have sounded like the weirdest uh, anti anti vax <laughs> stance. Yeah, hanging okay. out with my vaxed friends. Hope they don't serve me any tap water. <laughs> <laughs> now this pose me means two shots. <laughs> two shots. <laughs> oh, what do our Johnson and Johnson peeps give us? <laughs> uh. No segue. Um, today <laughs> is my mom's birthday. Oh shit! She always watches Stab. So. Oh, well, happy birthday! I can't remember if I ever got your mom's name. It's Carol. Carol. Hey, What's Carol? Up, Carol. Hey. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, it's good to know there's one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to see you, Melanie. Good to see you, Carol. Um, uh, Stephen, Sean, could take you or leave you. Let's start the show. <laughs> All right, we will start as we always do. Uh, you might call it a rut. We call it tradition around here. It's reorganization, segment one. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Just about everyone involved in some form of sketch or improv comedy dream of someday being underutilized, passed over, and wasted for anywhere between one to three seasons on Saturday Night Live. To build up a repertoire of interesting, wacky characters and top-notch impressions, only to have their one chance at center stage stolen by a big-name celebrity phoning in a barely passable version of a topical figure for a couple weeks before returning home to their piles of money. Uh, the 46th season <laughs> of SNL wrapped up about a week and a half ago, and you likely didn't even realize it. So how about we just set that SNL at a table in the background of this conversation, and you tell me who or what else SNL, SNL, might stand for or represent to you. Sean, what's your SNL? So I took the SNL back from the table Oh, okay. That it was sitting on. <laughs> this is somewhat related. All right. It's it's actually a little note I found from SNL creator Lorne Michaels. Mm -hmm. It's titled "Suck Nuts, Les Moonves." <laughs> sure. NBC still reigns supreme in middling late night comedy that appeals to boomers and Gen Xers with slightly left of center politics. Even though CBS tried to snatch that audience by creating a show with comedically castrated Stephen Colbert. We still have control, Less. All we need to do is wake up Alec Baldwin from a drunken stupor long enough to do a Trump impression, and they eat it up. We even had the king of the dipshits, Elon Musk, host the show, and those idiots loved it. James Corden could never. Anyway, Les, uh, have fun being fired while we crush more young, talented comedians in our corporate content grist mill. <laughs> oh... Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was. That was a little. Yeah. Little touchy letter to uh, former CBS executive Les Moonves. Yeah. Yeah. Very much uh, continuing in line with my completely unbiased tone in setting up the segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah. Well, it's I, fair reporting here. <laughs> yes. On staff. Oh, I don't know. The last decade that I watched an episode of SNL, eh, I should someday. So I have an informed opinion on how bad things are. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Sean. Uh, Stephen, let's hear your SNL. Okay. Well, uh, my SNL uh, stands for Switch Narrow Lake. Growing up near Trimmer's Breach was an experience like you could have in some other areas, too. It was a small area, not even a village, with lots of hills and trees. The area had a rich mining history. There were a few lakes and ponds, too, along with creeks and a river farther away. Also, some streams. Sure, you'll get that. <laughs> one of my favorite lakes, although probably not my number one favorite, was Switch Narrow Lake, mm -hmm. which could have been a pond based on width, but it was long enough that it made it a lake. It didn't flow fast enough to be a river or a stream or anything. I guess it didn't really flow much at all. Hmm. That was what I liked about it, I guess. I hate lakes that flow. With a lake, you want to just be able to sit out there on a board or, or something and not move. You could do that on SNL. That was part of the reason we called it SNL, because if you climbed up in a tree and looked down at the lake, it looked like a snail track. And if it did flow, it didn't flow any faster than a snail. The snail sounds kind of like... Like SNL snail, I don't know. So. <laughs> oh, thank you, Stephen. We've uh, above all else, we have missed the uh, <laughs> the quibbling over body of water semantics. So <laughs> that sounded very pondish, but it was too long. So there you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and it was a place. Very much like others. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some others. Yeah, some. Not all others. Just some. Right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Stephen. <laughs> uh, Melanie, let's wrap this up then. <clears throat> Hearing your SNL. Random Businesses Human Resources Department presents SNL. Short for Stupid Non-Skid Ladder. SNL is an explanation for when a safety ladder just turns out to be a major inconvenience. The acronym allowing workers already on a tight schedule to save time by only yelling the, yelling the letters, cutting base screen time in half. Here, we see Joe, who is currently hanging and fixing lights at the ceiling. He wants to be able to just push the ladder from light to light, since climbing up and down for each individual ladder is difficult enough without also having to pick this ladder up and move it for each individual light as well. Before HR developed SNL, Joe would have yelled out, stupid non-skid ladder. Being able to feel the impact of each word would lead him to rant further and further. This is bullshit. I have to do this for each goddamn event we have here, and I have suggested time and time again that we build some kind of scaffolding I can climb into, or even a rolling ladder attached to the wall. But no, I just keep receiving OSHA safety bullshit I never fucking asked for. That's it. I'm gonna unionize this shithole. This, this is the worst possible outcome. Now this time, Joe has the acronym in place. So he yells, SNL. And the acronym reminds him that he has more important things to do than think and make demands. And also reminds him that we hear his complaints, we just don't give a shit. SNL, try it at your miserable workplace today. <laughs> oh. All this time-consuming OSHA bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly a, a fancy library ladder that you can just scoot along. <laughs> Look, if an acronym can be used to union bust, management's going to love it. <laughs> yeah, that is so much easier than all of the other forms of harassment. <laughs> or, <laughs> or just nonsensical trickery. Isn't that right, Uber drivers? You stupid... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I have no dog in that fight. Uh, 
<laughs> Let's move on then to segment two. Oh, it's bulletin board. Hey, this re- relates right back to a terrible work environment. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want employees, vendors, personnel of any kind, or any any kind, as I wrote, uh, <laughs> to know a thing, but you can't stomach looking at them, well, what you need is a bulletin board. On a bulletin board, you can post a wide variety of things with the intention of them catching the eye of those you might want eye caught, which is why in Bulletin Board we ask that each of you give us three things you might find hanging from, stuck on, or otherwise adhered to a bulletin board hung in the break room of a specific place. Oh, and yeah, you did just sort of dovetail right into this, didn't you, Melly? Uh, <laughs> in this case, uh, we're talking about a bulletin board uh, on uh, on the, <laughs> the break room wall of uh, SpaceX headquarters. <laughs> so let's let's see let's hear some uh, some items that we might find on the bulletin board in the break room at SpaceX. Uh, we'll go one 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 round the horn three times. You guys know how this works. It's segment two. Most of them work this way. Sean, let's hear your first SpaceX bulletin board item. Okay. To all Dragon Capsule crew members. Please refresh yourselves on accepted materials in the ISS. Space is still an uncharted and mysterious place, and we don't know how any given substances may react in such environments. A crew member from the last mission brought a restricted substance onto the station, resulting in the creation of what is currently being called space cocaine. (laughs) The ensuing rager resulted in a Chinese satellite crashing to Earth from orbit. Please be mindful of your (laughs) carry-ons. Oh, no. Space toots led to a crash satellite. <laughs> I mean, makes as much sense as anything. Uh, <laughs> Steven, let's hear your first bulletin board item on SpaceX's break room. Okay, we'll see. I, I read this prompt last night before I went to bed sure. and, and didn't write anything. And, and when I read it that time, I had the SpaceX part in, in my head. But today, when I went to actually write it, mm-hmm. I didn't read as far as the SpaceX part, <laughs> so <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that in here. And these are just like post-it note things. <laughs> sure. Okay. So number one, testing out the new bulletin board feature. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. <sighs> I mean, it probably would be inside an app. So that all makes sense anyway. So we're testing out the bulletin board feature. And you know what? I'm not going to do the work for you, Stephen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, well, you could you could put that on a physical bulletin that's true. board, too. <laughs> testing out the bulletin board feature. Here we go. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it sticks there. What do you know? <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Uh, sometimes the tangents are almost better than my uh, very carefully crafted prompts that I delicately and lovingly uh, assemble for you. But you know what? Just do your own thing. Uh, <laughs> this could, I mean, in fairness, you know, this could be at SpaceX. It I mean, could it, be. It, very it could well. be anywhere. I, you know? I, I believe in everything. <laughs> oh, Stephen, thank you. It's a bulletin you. board like some other bulletin boards. Just like <laughs> any you might find in any other uh workplace you have to test the feature and in some other workplaces some not all some other workplaces right. <laughs> not all ah. <laughs> <laughs> melanie let's hear your first item on the spacex break room bulletin board seeking carpool to mars that costs less than lifelong indentured servitude can pay half of gas in dogecoin <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, we're going to get too accurate here. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Second time around, Sean, what's your second SpaceX bulletin board? Well, let's get more accurate, buddies. (laughs) Elon is coming to headquarters next week. Uh, Staff is instructed to print out and hang up memes he's tweeted in their cubicles, (laughs) say how they loved him on SNL, Mm -hmm. and generally pretend that it's 2014 again. If you ever forget how to act... Keep in mind the mindset, let Epic Bacon. <laughs> Politely take any suggestions he has on rocket design, but immediately destruct them upon his departure. We don't need another Falcon rocket exploding upon landing. 
Finally, management is not responsible for any mental, emotional, or legal hardships brought on by you criticizing Elon and him subsequently taking to social media and labeling you a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, got to tread lightly around Daddy Musk. Uh. <laughs> you could save children from a cave, and he'll still call you a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, what? No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm. Not, I'm just going to stop myself <laughs> and uh, and refer to Joey's uh, falling off the wagon here in the chat uh, at the thought of space cocaine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we'd all have to try it, Joey. <laughs> uh, hey, David's over on Facebook. Hey, other people are. You know what? I'm going to focus on you guys. Steven, <laughs> Steven <laughs> let's hear your second uh, item that I have no idea what it'll be. Okay. <clears throat> Was there an office shooting? Why is there a bullet in board? All purpose, all purpose bulletin board fodder. All it's it could be it could you could find it in most any break room. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Stephen and Melanie. You're second. Are you or a loved one a Mario Brothers impersonator? Call us before May seventh, twenty twenty one, and then all of the little paper tabs are still attached. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This see, I'm <laughs> I get to be blissfully unaware um, since I don't watch the program. <laughs> you know the beats, but not the specifics. I understand it's a reference. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Sean, let's take us through the last round of bulletin board items in the space SpaceX break room. To whoever is manipulating the Starlink satellites to orbit together and blink out the words, nice tits. While this is super funny, we have gotten calls from several government agencies telling us to cut that shit out. So cut that shit out. Oh no, I was counting on you going longer. You caught me in a drink. Okay. <laughs> That's my trap, baby. Damn I got it. you. The first two memos. Radio silence. <laughs> Those first two memos were so verbose. I, I took a <laughs> chance. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Uh, Steven, let's see what the shit you've got. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number three. Uh, come see my show at Stab on June 25th. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, right. I think. I don't know. I was going to. Yeah. We might have to change it. No, no, no. What is the 25th? Is that a Friday or a Saturday? We're going to have to look at it. Oh, it is a Friday. Sense. That might actually work. It's usually supposed to be Saturday. You know what? We'll oh. <laughs> we'll deal with this later. It'll be okay. fine. Yeah. I was It'll be on one of those days. Yeah. I was going to swap you and see uh, my show. It's going to work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice cross promotion. Oh, man. If we could get that on the bulletin board in SpaceX, we might have double digit viewers. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you steven melanie let's wrap up uh spacex break room bulletin board mostly because i've noticed while doing this for the last couple minutes i can't say most of those words so let's end this shall we <laughs> uh job listing linguist minimum of three years experience linguist needed to translate and decipher grimes's baby names list this job is an unpaid internship <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Oh. <laughs> oh, this this is this is the world we live in, guys. I don't know. I don't even know. Do we want to go back outside? Let's just stay in. Uh, That's the HR goal. How can we get everything to be an unpaid internship? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> This unpaid internship requires a master's degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll work your way into something. Uh, I've been out of the work for workforce for a while, and um, weirdly, I don't miss it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> segment three, it's recipes. One of my favorite new ones, but how can I say it's new? We've been doing the new format here for almost a year. You know what? None of that matters. 
Segment three, recipes. None of us have arrived to this place in time without being shaped and molded by the circumstances which we have faced throughout our lives. It's just how things work. We all contain the ingredients of our past which make up, uh, make us who we are. And while, of course, snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of, and sugar and spice and everything nice is what little girls are made of, in recipes, it's your job to tell us what has gone into the making of these other various stuffs and things. Uh, yeah, these went in, in places, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> oh, yeah, this one. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your recipe for someone who will never go back into a fast food place to have their order corrected, no matter how wrong it was when they opened the bag. <laughs> okay. Now, in, in order to make this person, you're going to need two years of having worked fast food service before. Mm-hmm. You're going to need... A, any number of white suburban moms in Chevy Tahoes. Uh, this is to your taste, of course. Uh, one solid framework of class consciousness. One fateful glance into the sunken eyes of the teenager working the drive through window who is beginning to understand capitalism. And just a dash of social anxiety mixed with a pinch of COVID paranoia. The two ingredients combining to make a soup song of existential dread yeah <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it's the anxiety and covid paranoia that re- it's re- that's really the rising element it it, it gives it the the body <laughs> if you if you don't have one the rest of the dish is is not quite as zesty <laughs> really good it's it. not it's not quite as i'm going to have a breakdown mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Which I have had multiple over this pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to sit there in the car, sweating profusely and gripping the steering wheel tighter and tighter. Uh. Which I could have done before the pandemic, <laughs> and have done before the pandemic. Oh. <laughs> All to taste, everyone. All to taste. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Oh, Stephen. Oh boy. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> Looking forward to, um, let's hear your recipe for doing just enough to just barely scrape by in your senior year of high school. At SpaceX? I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right. <clears throat> doing just enough to scrape by the senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. For many, senior year in high school is the apex of life in America. A time full of hot passion, lust, beauty, and memories good and bad that may haunt you forever. Most of us won't remember the autumns of our senior year because the end isn't that close yet, but we all remember the springs. That's when it all happens. Prom. I remember my prom. I couldn't decide if I wanted to take a date or not because I didn't date in high school, so I was scared. A few people tried to set me up with this one girl, but for for whatever reason, I wasn't attracted to her. I guess I thought she was too basic. Then these two other girls in my grade said they would both go with me. I said, okay. I still actually went alone but I danced with them a lot when I was there. A year or so later, it got weird when I suddenly developed an intense crush on one of them and freaked out. I'll probably never be able to talk to either of them again, but those are just the roles we played in each other's lives, I guess. Oh yeah, you wanted the recipe. Uh, One, go to school. It's not that hard if you just get into the rhythm of it. (laughs) Two, do some homework and make sure you feel somewhat confident on tests. Three, if things are looking too good, make a mistake that could potentially uh, make the principal want to prevent you from walking at graduation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then act really cool about it in the principal's office. Chances are 
they'll let you graduate still. That's what happened to me. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, at SpaceX High School. <laughs> SpaceX High School. <laughs> oh, Principal Musk, he's got it again. Uh, well, thank you, Stephen. That was that uh, was uh, much more of an emotional emotional roller coaster than I was expecting for the rest <laughs> of the <laughs> uh, uh, friend in the in the chat. Um, someone we haven't seen in a while. Hi, I like Pizones. I do too. We've already gone over this. Pizones are the best. Uh, <laughs> said uh, Stephen in high school. Could be its own show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was, I don't know. I don't know it's if I It's a lost get... John Hughes movie. Yeah. <laughs> Very much was. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks, Stephen. I've got a lot to think about. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Melanie, uh, return us to a comedy show. Uh, <laughs> after the young adult novel... That was Stephen Ferris's <laughs> senior year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's hear your recipe. <clears throat> well, I mean, this could also be a character in the <laughs> in Stephen Ferris's senior year. Um, <laughs> your recipe for that friend who doesn't have your best interest in mind. The first time that I had that friend who maybe doesn't have your best interest in mind, uh, it was in August of 2015 when I met my college roommate. We quickly became thick as thieves doing everything together. At first I thought she was my new best friend, my cheerleader, my confidant. Uh, I, I thought she was good for me until it became apparent that she wasn't. What at first seemed like similar taste in boys became a clear desire to seduce any man I found attractive. What seemed like a friend talking out my career options with me was sabotage. And what seemed like fashion advice was even worse sabotage. All of this is to say that friend who maybe doesn't have your best interests in mind has become a fun occasional snack as I have developed a taste for it. Even the strictest of nutrition snobs has an occasional cheat day. And you can't fully appreciate your mental health progress until an extremely unwell agent of chaos sets you back a couple months or even years. So let's go ahead and dive in. So you're going to need one part childhood trauma because people who have good parents don't fucking act like this. You're going to need three parts impulsivity, two parts manipulation, two parts performative loyalty, and four parts self-centeredness. You will be tempted to put in even a dash of self-awareness for taste, but trust me, it will completely alter the chemistry of the ingredients and it simply won't come together. You're going to mix it in a bowl. You're going to expose to yourself whose very existence is a possible challenge or threat to their sense of security, only maintained by an equal or higher sense of superiority. Enjoy carefully and sparingly. Too much indulgence in that friend who maybe doesn't have your best interests in mind can suddenly decimate your entire life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, you add any any self-awareness that's that just it gets real bitter uh and <laughs> takes a real evil turn because that <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> thank you melanie oh next time i write these very specific things i'll think about it next time is this really what i want to hear <laughs> i mean you got the perfect recipe that yeah. was it that, that was it yeah. for that kind of person it was too much. See, this is the thing. Do I want to hear these truths? Maybe I don't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this isn't what I need for my comedy haha panel show. The, right. the comedy, the comedy, it fits inside the pain. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, somebody said something about truth, something, something comedy. So, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what is it? Time plus tragedy. Sure, all of these things are real, guys. Pay a, pay for a, a improv class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> segment four. Oh shit, we still got two more segments. Yeah, that's awesome. I thought we were too far. Oh, but this one might be quick. You know what? I'm gonna stop qualifying everything. Segment four. Write an angry poem about it. Rant, rage, rail against what is. And tear down what might be. Words are your weapons, and anger is your ammunition. P 
poetrize your negativism and <laughs> write us an angry poem about the following topics. Oh, I made up those words two days ago, and I'm glad I glanced ahead in that sentence so that I could read them properly. <laughs> Poetize! Uh, <laughs> all right, angry poems. Let's hear your guys' angry poems about the following things. Sean, let's hear an angry poem about glue. Uh, I'm just going to start off by saying, this is really hard, fuck you. <laughs> I'm rubber. You are glue. Let me throw some words that'll stick with you. When I was a child, I had a horse. I loved him with all of my heart. But good things can never last, of course. And he was shot and taken apart. Melted down for glue, he was, returned to us in a jug. My mother made us scrapbook memories of him with him. That's the last I saw of him, that big, beautiful lug. Oh. Fucking hate glue. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But, you know, <laughs> we find these things. We express them. Um, we take the power away from this thing, Sean, by looking at uh, Square in its big brown eyes. <laughs> I, I'm not paying the copay for this therapy session, by the way. <laughs> it's entirely fair. Oh, so good. Thank you, Sean, for your angry poem about glue. Stephen, let's hear your angry poem about stew. Dude, I'm sick. I can't fucking <laughs> deal with this shit right now. All I want to do is eat something to make me feel better somehow. I tried to make a soup, but instead I got goop. How the fuck am I supposed to follow a recipe right when I keep sneezing all over page two? If life depended on this book, I would die. I would fucking die, man. And all I have is a cold. Shit, I should have just bought a can. Because I might not be able to get old. I guess. Alright, that feels... <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that, f that fine line between soup and stew. Mm, that's... Mm, where, where? Well, it's like the states of matter. Like, at a uh -huh. certain temperature, a liquid becomes a gas or turns back into a solid. It's the same thing. <laughs> sure. With a soup, a stew, a goulash, mm -hmm. a something else. <laughs> I yeah. mostly eat Totino, so like I don't know about food shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> You've got everything you need right in that nice golden brown pocket. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I don't need to know what's in there. Just be delicious. All right. So, Sean, you have given us an angry poem about glue. Stephen, you have given unto us your angry poem about stew. Melody Ford! <laughs> Let us hear your angry poem about you. I thought the last one was too real. Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ode to my dumb, useless self. <laughs> no. No. My apartment is in shambles, and I have shit to do. So I'm watching Bo Burnham's special again. I only write preambles. My editing's askew. So I'm watching Bo Burnham's special again. He's one year my junior. Makes me feel inadequate. So why am I watching this special again? I should have started sooner. I only commiserate. So why am I watching this special again? Get up off your ass! Make your own art! Don't turn on the damn special again! I should work, but alas, I'm too useless to start. 
So I'm watching Bo Burnham's fucking special again. <laughs> um, aside from the references to that one particular special, why did you have to write a poem about me again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is that is what the the children call a big mood. Ah. <laughs> uh, I was tagged in this piece, and I do not appreciate. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Well, we're all gonna gonna finish up one more segment, and then um, just curl up and just heave, just 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 big, ugly cry. We've earned it. We've all earned it tonight. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it brings us to segment five. Let's see. Can any of this be that sad? Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't underestimate us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't my, don't set myself up for that fall. Uh, <laughs> segment five. It's Department of Tourism. Well, it's happening. People are going places. Not how I do it, but nobody's asked me yet. So I'll just sit here and sigh about it, I guess. But your job in Department of Tourism is taking on the role of a newly appointed tourism director uh, for the following places. Give us your pitch for why we should want to come visit, stay a while, or put down roots in your particular destination. Sean Crandall. <laughs> I didn't like myself for coming up with this, uh, <laughs> so hopefully hopefully uh, you enjoyed it. I don't know. Uh, let's hear <laughs> your tourism guide. For Targettysburg. <laughs> well, you made this, so let's go. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago, the government gave permission for corporations to build on state and national parks, and thus was born Target Store 5379, known by us locals as Targettysburg. Enjoy a Starbucks Frappuccino as one of our character actors regales you with harrowing, heartbreaking letters from the war. Don't tip him. He's doing this for exposure. As we memorialize the brothers on both sides pitted against each other in the Civil War, we have named each checkout station after a Yankee or Confederate leader. We realize the inclusion of traitorous racist Confederate leaders may upset some customers. If that is the case, Please see one of our security representatives, and we will escort you out of the store. <laughs> and of course, on the anniversary of that great battle, we yearly have Bullseye the Target Dog mournfully howl for every bullseye that took a young man's life in those mournful days. Come visit Target Store 5379, Targettysburg. <laughs> we have changed our refund policy Please check Target.com for updates. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that bloody brother's war. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to sit down, get a, a lemon-lime refresher, and just hear some 20-something getting paid nuggets <laughs> read something like, Dear Elizabeth, uh, they chopped off my leg because I got a thorn in it because this is the 1800s and fuck, we don't have medicine, do we? <laughs> yeah. All, all while, while slowly turning a market pantry uh, <laughs> mac and cheese bite over an open flame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, all the storytellers, they'll carry on. <laughs> I love late stage capitalism. <laughs> it works for everyone. Uh, Sean, <laughs> thank you so much. Where can folk uh, get more, more of their fill of Sean Crandall out in the uh, interwebs and beyond? So I host a show with a couple of friends called Drake's Craigs. Mm -hmm. It's where we dive into Craigslist and find the dumbest posts we can possibly find and uh, bring them back to you. Uh, along with a little black long for ourselves. Sure. Sure. Uh, we have that 
live on Stab at the first Saturday of every month. So mm-hmm. coming up this Saturday, you'll get one. Uh, but we also release an episode bi-weekly. So you can uh, check it out there. Get it wherever you, uh, you know, buy your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're still buying your podcasts, well, good to see you, 2004. I'm not sure. Just a random year that I picked. (laughs) I'm not sure. Everything's free, and I've never seen a dime. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know the feeling. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Always wonderful to have you. <clears throat> oh, given given the 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 journey that Stephen has taken us on for this <laughs> this hour, I don't know if I want to be welcomed <laughs> or invited to <laughs> mixtape Lahoma. But <laughs> but tell us, Stephen, why should we visit mixtape Lahoma? Okay. Mixtape, Lahoma, where the tunes come streaming off the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, Mixtape, Lahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, don't play the tapes too long. Otherwise, people will say you're in love. But then again, it's hard not to fall in love with Mixtape, Lahoma, a brand new acetate where they treat you great. <laughs> Um, you can play your mixtapes at any volume from zero where you sit alone and talk and watch the reels making lazy circles in the player Mm -hmm. to a hundred where they'll hear you all the way to mixtape to see. It's true that everything is up to date in mixtape city, but they've gone about as far as they can go. So Mixtape Lahoma is really where you want to be. We know you belong to the bands. When you're here, you're doing fine. Mixtape Lahoma, M-I. Thank you, Stephen. Mixtape Lahoma. Yeah, you're doing fine. Uh, (laughs) Stephen, work... Oh yeah, what? <laughs> yes, Sean. I, I would just, I would like that reassurance wherever I go. Like <laughs> the tourism director just saying, "You're doing fine. You're doing it's fine. all right." Well, a lot, a lot of this is just kind of like random lyrics taken from sure. the musical Oklahoma. Sure. And then some of them are changed <laughs> to be about mixtapes, and other ones aren't. Don't don't take away the magic, Stephen. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> That is the magic. Oh, all right. Well, give us more magic. I don't know. Uh, Stephen, thank you for joining us. Where can folk enjoy Stephen Ferris out in the world? Uh, you know, uh, online shows, followings. How can people get more Stephen Ferris? Well, you know, I'm doing shows uh, over here all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media, my handle on most social media, be it TikTok, Instagram, um, I think Facebook, too is uh, at what do you guys want to do and on twitter you can't have one that long so it's at what do you want to do with like the letter u Mm -hmm. um on youtube you can check out my channel um which is called wdygwd sure which is the initials of what do you guys want to (laughs) do And um, I also have a website, what do you guys want to do.com that needs some work <laughs> that I actually might do this weekend. Oh, nice. And um, you can also email me at what do you guys want to do at AOL.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Threw a little swerve in there. Yeah. Everybody was leaning towards the G, but no, that's AOL, not yeah. Gmail. What do you guys want to do? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's all get Yahoo addresses, everybody. It'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Stephen. And Melanie, before we get your last piece, how can people enjoy Melanie Ford out in the wilderness? Yeah, so you can find me on TikTok as uh, Maloney, like baloney, but with an M. Um, 
uh, uh, men like to explain my own joke to me. So if that sounds like a good time to you, you can just join on in. Um, I'm also on, on TikTok, or I'm also on Instagram as Maloney, but the second O is a zero. Sure. Well, <laughs> isn't it isn't it just wonderful that there's so many helpful men out there? Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Do you, you know what you did? <laughs> mm. <sighs> You're going to get a kick out of this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Melanie, let's wrap up this edition of the STAB program with your tourism guide <laughs> for Sorry Not Sorryville. Okay, so I want you to imagine, if you will, um, a pamphlet, like one of those simple eight and a half by 11 folded, thir folded into thirds types, sure. um, totally white. And then it says on the cover in plain, plain black aerial font, come stay at Sorry Not Sorryville. You open it up, it is totally white inside. All it says on the inside, again in plain black aerial font, is we didn't bother to make any promotional material. Sorry Not Sorry. <laughs> But then further down in smaller text, it reads, but seriously, come visit. The toxic culture is destroying the local community. We need tourists so we can keep the longstanding traditions of rudeness and dodging basic accountability alive. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and that was the Stab Show. We hope you had a good time. And an extra special thank you to our panel of good time makers, Sean Crandall, Stephen Ferris, and Melanie Ford. Now... If you'd like to enjoy the Stab Show live as it happens, all you got to do is tune in to Stab Comedy Theater TV every Thursday night at 8 p.m. And then just sit there with your eyes open. But if you'd rather have your Stab on the go anytime you need it, then you can check out this and the other 269 episodes. Nice. Uh, via the podcast outlet of your choice. Via Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Podknife. That's all we have for tonight. Once again, I've been your host, Jesse Jones. And until next time, maybe put a little work in on that thing you've been putting off. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> Good night. That was, I was already written there, Melanie. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that was pre-written outro banter.